Welcome to 52 Episodes to Science Fiction Film Literacy. My name is Chris Garcia. Roll sound. There was an idea that has been around for decades, really, in literature and in films. It's a little more recent. In literature, you can point to the the computer as character, dating way back, and even computer as trickster dates back to at least the 1940s, and uh, a logic named Joe is sort of the best example of that. But the idea of computer as father figure, as protector, that's relatively new. You could definitely say that that was around for Hal in 2001. But when 1970 and you get to the film Colossus the Forbin Project, we're sort of given a new idea. And this is the idea of computer as savior. And this is a really complex film based on a book. But the idea of the film is this. Dr. Forbin builds a computer called Colossus that is going to control all of the weapon systems of the U.S. Colossus detects a Soviet system called Guardian and demands to be linked up to it. They are linked up. They start to do things. Uh, Guardian and Colossus both send off nuclear warheads to the other one. So on and so forth. They eventually end up taking over all the world's weapon systems. It's a good story for a country that was in the midst of its, well, at least starting its third decade, really, of Cold War paranoia. But what was happening was two things. One, we had a new sort of paranoia going on. We had had the whole nuclear paranoia thing on us since 1945, really, and more seriously since 1956. Cuban Missile Crisis and all these other issues were adding to that deeply, painfully. So having a story that took advantage of the nuclear question was big. At the same time, computers had passed through their sort of first iteration, where if you saw a computer in, well, let's say desk set is a good example, it was always to show the, either to stand as a impediment to the furthering of humanity, or as a just out-and-out -out threat to humanity. Desk set's a great example. It was shown as this great new future, uh, Emirac, and it was going to make obsolete the work of these librarians, who then proved that the librarianship was better. It was posing a challenge which the humans met and overcame. Here, Colossus is playing the savior role. Colossus needs to save humanity from itself. And it does that by linking up with Guardian. And there's the classic bit at the very end is, you know, Colossus and Guardian, which are now this new system, say, uh, you know, do you think you can ever grow to love me? And Dr. Forbin says never. He's rejecting his new god. 
which he created. This is a very spiritual movie, if you think about it. It is very much the question of what happened if your savior saves you, but has strings attached. That's a, that's a tough call. And the computer, as it was being presented in in film at this point, is very, very interesting. Around the same time, you also have a computer showing up in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's a little bit later. I think it's two or three years later, maybe. And the point there is that the computer is actually helping people. They're actually programming the computer to figure out the location of the golden tickets. And the computer says no, because that would be cheating. The computer as foster figure, as defender, as definer of morality, is now starting to pop up in films. This has been around in books for a while at this point. But what is really fascinating isn't the fact that the computers are assuming the roles of father figure, of savior, but that people are building them to make these moral questions. They're not building them to make those moral questions. They're building them to solve a very specific problem. And then the computer is going outside of its program. This is something that computers have not done. Even our best AI systems have not formed a morality system. And in particular, they've shown no, unless specifically programmed to, they've shown no compunction towards defending humanity. And that's a difficult, difficult thing. Because of the... We believe that if something gains sentience, and Colossus is said to be sentient, that sentience equals humanity. The desire to help, to not harm. And what films like Lost of the Forbidden Project are saying is that that is the case. Computers, once we give them sentience, are going to come up with their own version of what equals harm. What equals protection? What equals humanity? Computers won't reflect our ethical and moral values. They will predict, present different ethical and moral values. And we better hope that they're in line. Colossus of the Forbin Project is a good film. It's not a great film. Uh, the acting is a little bit stiff. The writing is... It's decent. It flows. But it's nothing you'll... You know, the dialogue will not move you. The cinematography's good. The sets are, are really awesome. I do like that a lot. And Paul Frees is the voice of the system. And Paul Frees, if anything, is the patron saint of 52 episodes to science fiction film literacy. And he could embody, his voice work was so good that he could embody a machine and imbue it with the same emotional content as if he was embodying a person. 
But emotional content does not equal human emotion. And to be able to imbue a computer with a sort of morality through the voice work is really key. And it's one of the reasons why Colossus is one of my favorite movie computers. 